0: You're listening to just a quick one. (laughs) (laughs) Just a quickie. Just a quick one. Just want to remind you all to vote for us in the Webby Awards for the Best Health and Wellness Podcast, which ends today
1: at some point at the end of the day in California time. And we're British, so we've got no idea when that is, and wherever you are around the world. (laughs) So make sure you stop right now, just before this podcast episode starts. Go to the thewebbyawards.com or just search it on Google like the rest of us simple souls and then vote for us
0: so we can get a Webby Award yay and then Curious Fuckers Club we all unite and be award winners yeah and we'll send you pictures of our tits
1: with the award between them when coronavirus is over yes we will <laughs> and now back to
0: your audio <laughs> porn enjoy this episode you're listening to Fuck's Given the one with Shaft Udin
2: Well done, you got it right.
0: Yay, oh good. <laughs> Welcome sharp to deen. our podcast. All the way from Thailand right now. Yay. You're in Thailand.
2: Also known as Tantra Island.
0: Oh, Ooh.
1: amazing. <music> has it been has it been Tantric? Um,
2: I think there's a shift in the great yoni force happening on the island where it's attracting a lot more people seeking uh, spiritual healing and Mm. the juicy tantric people who are the people who are the renegades and don't give a fuck they're not here anymore like we all like graduated and left and went into the cities and Took all, all our teachings and learnings to the real world and then we all came back a little bit traumatised and we just came here to <laughs> heal, heal ourselves from all the uh, conditionings from the Matrix again. It's a constant cycle of expansion and contraction.
1: Yeah, mad. Are you I stuck mean... over there because of
2: coronavirus?
1: I was about to ask that. Like, have you been oh, affected? I cool.
2: am um, living a really nice life here. It doesn't really affect me. Um, I'm just surrounded by my mates in a house, in a massive white villa called Valhalla full of Vikings and dudes. So we're just having <laughs> wow. a nice time. <laughs> sounds <beautiful. laughs> that sounds pretty cosy. <laughs> <laughs> Super nice. Yeah, we're still doing like fun events, sex magic rituals, ecstatic dances, but it's not like hundreds of people. It's just like a few select um, juicy, nice people.
0: that all sounds so amazing i can't wait to like get into that but can you tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself
2: yes i am shaft uddin i'm a somatic body worker mainly working with women with sexual trauma i well my background's yoni massage yoni dearmoring um tantra i give talks on female empowerment i was a former lesbian and a former unicorn was a sacred sexual jedi and now (laughs) i'm just trying to be shaft amazing
0: (laughs) that sounds like a massive journey (laughs)
1: yeah what made you say former lesbian and former unicorn
2: so i disowned my masculinity when i was a young man Uh, Mm -hmm. i had a very violent absent father I grew up with terrible male role models and I just hang out with women. I hang out with, with mainly women because they were the ones that were on the dance floor first and they didn't need to get shit-faced to dance and have a good time. And um. I wanted to be with them because uh, I love dancing and getting my tits out. So I just hang out with the girls <laughs> all the time. Uh, and basically they just had more fun so we just like sit around and have a laugh. Uh, that made me very feminine. So normal people in normal society, before Russell Brand and Noel Fielding, people just thought I was gay. And then yeah. I went to Burning Man, and it turns out the more feminine you are, the more sex you have. So I was able to be myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was just this flamboyant unicorn, um, and and I just lived a very good life. Then I had my awakening, which is basically not the way Neo had his awakening in the Matrix, but I just Mm. had a mental breakdown, (laughs) a Uh crisis. We've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Mental health. (laughs) Love it. Um, But in the end, I found Tantra. And that's the thing that healed me. And then I found out why I was the way I was. It was because of my father. And then I used my yoni massage techniques and the yoni dearmoring stuff on my dad when he had a stroke so i basically made him cry no fucking what? What? released a lot of trauma from his body not his vagina he doesn't have a vagina i didn't give my dad a vaginal massage <laughs> <laughs> it's um. a transferable skill so i use yeah certain wow. techniques to hold space for him He couldn't speak i actually preferred him when he wasn't how he is and he stayed Mm. um really open afterwards and he actually stopped being so opinionated like when you have a major health crisis and a near-death experience you just Mm. become a little bit more humble so he's really nice now me and him are super tight Um, not in a vagina way and um, he's like (laughs) the best mate (laughs)
1: Well, that's that's a great story. Such a
2: beautiful story. Yeah, so now I'm no longer a lesbian. I, like, hang out with dudes and make out with dudes.
1: Oh, amazing. So, so, like, super pansexual. pansexual. Yeah,
2: super cool. Super well, not... Would
1: you call yourself pansexual?
2: No, I, I would say I'm bisexual, not bisexual. So ah, I'm nice. sensual with dudes. I've not been, I'm not there yet to put a penis in my mouth and open up my visuda chakra.
0: So let's go back to what we were talking about, unicorns. What does that mean for all our listeners who have (laughs) no idea what you mean when you say you are a unicorn?
2: So, you know, (laughs) in all the shops in the world now, there are lots of unicorn items like mugs, T-shirts, pencil cases. In like Topshop, H&M, Primark, it's everywhere. In 2011 there wasn't any unicorn paraphernalia anywhere in the world on such a large scale. Um, I was a big burner I was in the Burning Man world. You could Google image Burning Man or Google it uh, image Burning Man shaft unicorn. And that's basically where I was born, a unicorn. I took a shit ton of ketamine and I (laughs) thought I was a unicorn. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I have an advertising background, so I was like, "Okay, I'm used to exploiting subcultures to sell a brand. I want to start my own like gang. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a subculture. I want I want it to be popular culture straight away." Um, I was basically just being invited to all of these parties all over London and all around the world to be this unicorn, trashicorn, as I called it.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: And I just was just this mental person who was just having a great time by himself, being hired by himself to make out with people by himself. So that's (laughs) all I ever did. And then one super attractive girl was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, And everyone was like, oh, she's hot. I want to have sex with her or I want to be with her Uh, or I want to be like her. And then Mm -hmm. people thought, oh, he's not insane because there's a hot girl with him. Let's all be unicorns.
0: Uh, and, and you were, like, the first time I ever heard about you was from Vice, obviously. I used to work there and you had a, a kind of like a big documentary all about you being a unicorn on that, which is really interesting.
2: That's the thing that started the whole unicorn consciousness, uh, put yeah. that into the collective consciousness and then it became a thing. But that's actually not what I'm famous for. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. What are you famous for, Charles? Well, when you like, no, it's actually yoni massages. I did a sequel <laughs> to the unicorn documentary, which reached a lot more people. And yeah. tan- uh, 10 questions you always wanted to ask a tantric sex guru was yes. the that changed everything.
0: Tell us what is a yoni massage and why do people get them?
2: So yoni massages, the word yoni is the oldest Sanskrit word for vulva. It's mm-hmm. also known as the sacred space where all life comes from. And I like to describe it as like, when a gazelle is in the wild eating grass, minding its own business, when a tiger chases it, grabs it, but it shakes itself loose, what the gazelle naturally does is finds an open space of ground and just shakes, shakes all of the trauma out of his body until it wakes, uh, gets up and starts eating grass again. It doesn't need any talking therapy. It doesn't need to take any pills and it doesn't need a yoni massage or tantra workshops <laughs> to be back to itself again. So using <clears throat> using breath, sound and movement, And also, someone holding space for someone who has suffered sexual trauma, and all trauma Mm -hmm. is stored in the body. All of the stories are not just in the brain, it's actually in the body somewhere. And if it's specifically sexual trauma, then it will be stored in the sex. And the yoni, the sacred space, should not be tense, it should not be numb, it should not have pain. When you make love. Also I like to describe it like a flower. So if you have a very tense um, like body the yoni actually takes in the finger and then yeah when it's turned on it sucks. (laughs) Yeah it sucks it in. Um, So all I do is just (laughs) press a, a few areas where I feel the tension And it slowly, slowly opens up like a flower. And instead of it being on the defensive, it actually relaxes. And in the moment of relaxation, all of the stories, all of the pain, all of the trauma gets released. And a woman will go through a very shamanic journey.
1: Amazing. That sounds incredible. Especially for anyone who has dealt with sexual trauma, who have maybe tried therapies or tried Mm. Uh, you know, like, um, what they call dilators for vaginismus, maybe it's worth Mm -hmm. giving uh, yoni massages a go.
2: This is why I call my my work sacred sexual awakening. Like, Mm. it's just the beginning of a woman's journey. Like when they start with me, they come with, like, they've tried everything. Yeah. And this is like, their, their last hope. So they've been to the doctors they've been on pills they've done talking therapy they've mm. done the ayahuasca's and the vipassanas. The <laughs> tried their yoga ttc's nothing's working <laughs> until they either see that video or they stumble across sacredsexualawakening.com and then yeah. they start falling down a rabbit hole and when they do have a session like i i have seen so much profound human transformation happen in front of me
1: Mm. And from
2: giving this work, I've personally overcome my depression, my loneliness, my suicidal tendencies, my addiction issues. Through learning about where we all came from, our mother's Mm. vaginas, vaginas in general, I actually learned how to honor the divine feminine inside of me and externally. And like my history with women is not great. Like I've been... Physically abused, mentally abused. I've had the most horrific things happen to me. Um, Though I didn't become a woman hater, I became a Mm -hmm. a woman worshiper. So, yeah, that's good. Change our stories. Yeah,
0: for sure. Fuck number one. The last fuck.
2: Shit! It was so long ago. (laughs) <laughs> i'm celibate now oh, oh really I, congratulations uh, thank you very much um i'd have to look at my diary i can't even remember who it or where it was
0: i think it how was how long have you been celibate for
2: it's a long time for a tantrika. 14 days like intentionally um
1: <laughs> i thought uh, you were like, a year this is a time would...
2: for me okay <laughs> <laughs> i was it's not expecting a... 14 days and it's one and a half months. Um, you know, unintentionally, I was um, celibate because I just didn't meet anyone. Yeah. So. Um, well, it's been so over it is... a
0: month for me now in the quarantine.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a great time to be celibate, right? To practice this, you know, as we call it in the goddess circles, a womb cleanse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. choose yeah. celibacy it's, during it is. isolation. It might make you go less yeah. crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I've done <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, like, oh so, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I've taken the higher ground here. I am celibate when really, no, it's just we're just fucking desperate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember when I had sex last, but I think it was with um, a beautiful mother of two uh, in Stockholm.
1: Hmm. Oh, lovely.
2: Um, does energy sex count?
1: Yeah, well, yes. if you count energy, energy sex, sex then yeah, hell yeah. Oh, then yeah. I had
2: sex yesterday. It's on my Instagram stories, uh, <laughs> at Shaft Gooden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Wait, what? You're having energy sex on Instagram?
2: Yeah, on my IG, on my stories. It's it's, it's all there. My Me and my friend actually did a very, very serious chat about uh, people's relationship to um, money and sex. So yesterday... Oh, yeah. Um I went round to my friend's house and we did a 32 minute quick sex magic ritual because I was in between holding space for an ecstatic dance and a cacao ceremony and had to go and and there's a curfew here, so like I had to go back to the ecstatic dance, pick up my mate, and then leave. So yesterday we mm-hmm, had yeah. we, we created the money lasagna. Amazing. <laughs> where on the bed, uh, we took the duvet off and we did a big mandala made of, like, money. And then we put the layer <laughs> on, which was the duvet. And then we put a big amount of money that created a circle because all uh, magic is done in a circle with, like, all these little stars and everything. And we put on a playlist to work through our chakras. And then yeah. we uh, had energy sex on uh, on all the money. <laughs>
1: That's fucking amazing. (laughs) Money is such a turn on. It's
2: annoying, but it is. But please explain
0: the um, energy sex thing. Like, how did that work?
2: Okay, so I um, help a lot of women who have anorgasmia, which means they aren't able to have orgasms by themselves or with a partner. They've never experienced it. They literally think they are broken. Um, Mm. For me, it's one of my most beautiful cases to work with. Because if you could breathe, you could have an orgasm so when i'm teaching in uh co-worker spaces or in the major cities i get loads of people to have energy orgasms by tricking them into doing a certain thing so i like (laughs) i get everyone to like lie down and i say okay just imagine it's a hot sunny day in july you've just finished work you're on the underground You're hot and sweaty, you're about to get into your house, you open up the door, you grab the fridge door, you open up and you get your favourite can of coke or kombucha and you you open it, you take a uh, a swig. (laughs) What sound do you make when you exhale? And everyone goes, ah. And I'm like, wait, what we're going to do is do that for one hour. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) <laughs> <So> everyone's
1: <going.
2: sighs> and everyone's having an energy orgasm oh my, oh
0: my God, that
2: sounds God.
1: incredible
2: I obviously give a demonstration because I'm a multi-orgasmic man
1: mm-hmm. Ooh.
2: so this is how energy flows through the body it's with the breath it's with sound it's with movement it's playful mm-hmm as well it doesn't have to be just about genital interactions Mm -hmm.
1: so as we know that different people have different energy orgasms i want to ask you a personal question if if you get an erection while having these energy orgasms or like would a clitoris get engorged or is it all in the mind like how does it work
2: it's not all in the mind it's actually all in the body
1: Ah, that's
2: the whole key (laughs) boom there it is (laughs) Just tantra you, yo. <laughs> so the key about all of this is is to get the fuck out of the mind. like mm-hmm. Get out of your head and into your body. This is why I chose Tantra as my healing modality. I had a lot of mental issues. I don't have them anymore because I chose sex as my spiritual practice. That's the best way to meditate. So yeah. when I'm um, having an energy orgasm, I'm not in my head I'm not visualizing or thinking anything I'm just feeling and from that space I can have an erection I can have a semi-erection or I could be completely flattered like the beautiful thing about these tantric practices is like there is no goal it's all about the sensations it's like now I'm multi-orgasmic and I've experienced more orgasms than most women could ever dream of because it turns (laughs) out it's not just about women it's a human thing
1: yeah. And men
2: have only ever understood one ejaculative orgasm, which is not the way it's meant to be. It's actually, yeah. we're all the same, actually. So when I'm experiencing this, it's multi-dimensional. Mm. It's not just the body reacting to certain types of orgasmic blisses. It's actually new sensations. And that becomes my new hit.
0: It used Amazing. to be trauma release
2: orgasms when like a story gets released and then I have like this tension where the story's been lodged for decades and then it expands and then all this love and bliss gets filled into this void where it was just dark and icky for a while that used yeah. to be my go-to orgasm now it's like oh new sensation <gasps> wow I haven't felt that before like you've got and, these um, amazing bodies and no one knows how to use them until you start working with shaft Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. we need Hello. we need
0: to we've actually both been so interested in like trying out like tantra and like really exploring that side of sex as well but we just haven't really done it yet have we
1: yeah we need to video with you come back to england and then we'll do this video. i'm coming back to england <laughs> i um Yay. i do
2: twin goddess awakenings which is a double yoni massage simultaneous
1: Fuck! <laughs> could you imagine <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a i'm a professional dancer and I've been a mover, like, all my life. So, basically, I'm ambidextrous, and I pleasure two women at the same time. Whoa. And the beautiful thing about it is, is, like, we're all connected due to the scientific term of mirror neurons. So, whatever one person is feeling, the other person will feel it. And then if the other person is feeling it, then all three of us will feel it.
1: Well, oh, so, that's
2: if someone's feeling an orgasm, then it will activate someone else's orgasmic system and then it will activate someone else's orgasmic system. And if everyone's kundalinis are activated, then you got something out of this world. And if everyone knows breath work, which I guide people through, Mm. then you go to the next dimension. It's like DMT. uh,
0: That sounds insane. I mean, I'm game. Yeah, sign me up
2: once.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. This is a, this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy
0: Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like...
2: Okay, so my first time when I lost my virginity was when I was nineteen. Okay. Back in nineteen ninety-nine. Ooh. <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure it was with someone that I loved. So I have a I had a thing called um well, I, I call it genital mutilation. It's also known as circumcision. Most mm-hmm. Muslim boys have it. I had it at a very uh older age, so it was Horrific and one of the biggest traumas I had when I, when I was a oh, child. Oh,
1: yeah, I can imagine. So
2: I couldn't be naked uh, when I was little um, and I was very, like, I didn't want to show my dick to anyone, basically. Mm, yeah. And I decided hmm, I'm going to make sure I'm in love with someone and I'm going to learn from all of my friends' mistakes of getting shit faced at a house party and then having a random <laughs> sex with someone. So I was like, okay, I'm going to fall in love with someone. And when I saw the one, <laughs> I was like, huh, that's the person who I want to lose my virginity. Love at to. first sight. Love at first sight. It kind <laughs> of was, yeah. Like, I I basically saw her, met her, and made her a painting <laughs>
0: of,
2: of near her house. <laughs> I, was, I, I used to be an artist. Oh, well, I still am. My body's <laughs> on canvas now. So I, I did a beautiful little painting of her uh, of a rose, Uh, and then I did another painting of her of her back garden, which is kind of like a farm type thing. Um, She was a uh, as as I described it back then. This is the words of a nineteen-year-old that that I'm going to say now. She was a reformed slapper. (laughs) As I used to say. What? Wait. <laughs> so what even was a snapper? She... I can't remember
0: what that even meant. Oh, like it's like a,
1: it's like an English word for like a slag, like a. Oh.
2: Like a, a <laughs> so she was a well-experienced lady, and I was not. And the first, so she she basically made me wait eight months before we had sex. Wow. Eight and that months. Was a, yeah, that was a really painful time. <laughs> Like that's, but that's my...
1: understandable like i mean actually props to her because if you know you're young and you had haven't had sex before she wants to make sure that this is the right option for you and to see how things go make you feel comfortable um, I think it had
2: more to do with she didn't want to have sex with anyone anymore because she had sex <laughs> with so many people <laughs> and she wanted a womb cleanse.
1: A oh, womb cleanse, fair enough. Womb
2: cleanse. <laughs> so that's classic. what it was more than the other way around. Fair. So I waited. I had a lot of, uh, I suffered a lot of blue balls, which, um, and back then I wasn't masturbating. Like I never masturbated before. I masturbated Whoa. the first time when I was 24 in Mexico with sun lotion. <gasps> Whoa, with sundown sun lotion, your poor penis. I oh. know, oh, oh. it's really painful. Jeez. Oh. I don't have a foreskin for bucks They cut it off when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh. I
1: mean, I wouldn't, I, like, even back in the day, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, shower, shower cream, Dove. Dove was, like, the best
0: one. I wanked with that, and I was like, why? Why have I done <laughs> That's it? That's the worst one for your vagina. Dove yeah. is what gave me BV once. So painful. <laughs> <sighs> dub's no. gonna be like well we're never also, sponsoring you bitches <laughs> let's um <laughs> let's let rewind Blue okay balls. so what so actually Blue is balls. yeah uh,
2: what is it oh it's basically yeah. where you don't um you don't come so you build up and it's it, all is this it painful cement. it's super painful i mean i never suffer for, from it now because i'm tantric and i don't ejaculate anymore i ejaculate so that's you mm. know rewired my whole body and nervous system to do something that it's not meant to do, but it's a tantric practice. Whereas when you're nineteen and you're really horny and you've got a super hot girlfriend that you want to have sex with and she doesn't want to have sex with you and you're being rejected all the time, it's super frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and then I one day imagine. she will give you sex and then you will be a man. And that one day is April <laughs> the first.
0: 1999 oh. You remember it Oh my it. god You remember the okay, How can you
2: not remember it I made sure I was sober
1: Fair <laughs> enough That's actually really respectful of you as well To make sure you're sober Because a lot of people do get absolutely wasted Because it gives them that that fake confidence Exactly yeah True. I mean
2: this is why it's I was like... an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah oh, Fuck, fuck.
1: it's not fair. I don't think anyone should lose their virginity drunk or wasted. And I don't don't think, unless you enjoy, like, chem sex or drunk sex, like, sex Mm. should be sober. You feel everything so much more. Well,
2: Mm. the first time I had sober sex was when I was 34.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Mm. I
2: know. So when I had sex on April the 1st, 1999... Yeah. It was kind of, uh, I think she was bleeding. She was uh, on her period and my penis mm-hmm. was going in. And I was like, and it, like, we were best friends. Like we, were, we would have a laugh. Like we were like, mm-hmm. like yeah. best of buddies. Like my penis was going in. And I was like, is this it? We're having sex. And she's like, yep. This is it. I was like, this is <laughs> okay. okay, right. And that's that.
0: <laughs> is this it? This is we, just, we just
2: did sex and we I think we high fived after that as well
1: oh, I mean, did, you, did like, you ejaculate?
2: no and at this point oh. I, I ha- I've never ejaculated like I was yeah. 19 I would you know as a kid sometimes wake up and I thought I'd piss myself because <laughs> I yeah. didn't ejaculate I didn't masturbate Muslim family like that wasn't actually the issue I just didn't have like I just know what like you know that wasn't the thing so it was only on the second time when we actually had sex, I think she was bleeding again, um, I actually ejaculated. And I was like, wow, wow. what the fuck was that? That was amazing. And I didn't want yeah. to stop, ever.
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Then I didn't yeah. did stop. In fact, <laughs> when I discovered Tantra yeah. back in um, 2014, I was like to my mate, the only spiritual person I knew, I was like, "Um, hard stuff. Uh, I heard about this tantra thing. I want to do it. And he said, mate, you don't want to do fucking tantra. That's where you don't ejaculate. And I was like, hang on, that's the best bit of life. Like, (laughs) I'm not doing tantra. And I didn't do tantra for another year until I met other weird coincidences that happened because of one person's opinion. And now... Looking back at the whole of the decade that was the last one, um, the biggest achievement <laughs> I ever made was not starting a unicorn revolution or bringing tantra to the masses or buying land or having a couple of houses and like a retreat center. It was actually rewiring my nervous system. So I became multi-orgasmic and yeah, became tantric.
1: That's that sounds beautiful. insane.
0: I do want to just rewind slightly and talk about the fact that your first two times were period sex, because yeah. it's really cool. I think especially <laughs> for um, guys when they go in to have sex, like uh, you, you get a fair few that do not like period sex mm-hmm. and they're quite like adverse to it. So like, how did you feel about the fact that she was on her period?
2: I couldn't give a shit. I was about to have sex for the first time. I waited eight months, for fuck's sake. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, like, I I work with women. And, like, I'm the person I'm just messaging right now is an amazing client of mine. And she came to me with period pain. And when I heard her story, oh. which is a beautiful, tragic, amazing story... I was like, okay. The first thing I'm going to help you with is, you'll never have period of pain again, and that's Amazing. the gift I wanted to give her. And I'm working mm-hmm. with her for a whole year. Just that relationship with blood for women is a big thing to overcome, and for mm-hmm. men to have sex with women, like it's like a whole thing that every human. And, I, and I, as I said earlier, it's a human thing. It's not a man woman thing. So. The fact that I got initiated into Mm. blood practice, um, sacred blood, from a young age made me well into blood sports. So whenever a woman or girlfriend would have period pain, I would just have sex with them and it would just vanish. They would have no more period pain. So I'd really introduce to all my girlfriends and lovers and people I'd be having sex with this beautiful practice of having sex on your period. Even though it's the last thing that you want to do because you don't feel sexy, it's like it's actually the first thing that you probably need
1: Mm, well yeah basically like the penis is massaging your period like period pains and cramps from
0: the inside out yeah it can make your period shorter and also like i guess the endorphins that you get from sex they do get rid of the pain yeah yeah although reed reed doesn't have like you don't ever do period sex do you because you find it painful
1: yeah, like, unfortunately, it's not, the, it's not the cramps. I just feel too raw, like, on the inside. It's mm. not pleasurable for me. But that, just because I haven't had pleasurable period sex uh, yet doesn't mean I won't have it
2: in the future.
1: Mm. I'm still open to it. We'll, we'll see. You never know. I'll come to you on my period, so see if we can sort me out.
2: <laughs> I do work with a lot of women when they are bleeding as well. So with this line of tantric work, we do a lot of sex magic. And we use menstrual blood and semen like the only time i actually ejaculate is if a lover wants to oh. use it for magic and i actually drink menstrual blood if a woman wants to do magic with me again check out my instagram at wait
0: tell us more like what is sex magic for like what does it do so sex
2: magic when i got into tantra i uh looked at what there was there's eye gazing all sex magic and i chose sex magic and i basically became a sex magic specialist and when i got into that i actually stopped working i stopped working for Sachi and sachi and fox tv and all the major like advertising agencies in london and i basically retired after right. i learned how to manifest uh wealth by having sex mm-hmm. uh Tantric need sex, some of that not, like porn <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) So this is the sex magic ritual that is on my Instagram account I did yesterday. It's hilarious. And whatever you believe in comes true. And if a large number of people are doing the same thing, then it's reality. It's no longer just a weird person with a bit of cardboard on his head pretending to be a unicorn like it's a bunch of people having sex together manifesting shit tons of cash
1: or um get rid of uh covid19 that'd be great so we can all leave
0: our houses again
2: oh
1: yeah please <laughs> do
0: some magic for that yeah
1: <gasps> the
2: cure i didn't think please of let's fuck for yeah
1: fuck for freedom the I'm cure the back
0: vaccine.
2: You do know that if you have a lot of sex it boosts your immune system and it's actually in the NHS website saying have lots of regular sex because you will be a lot healthier so huh. everyone out there have sex with me. I'm, I'm single, <laughs> celibate. Womb cleanse.
1: Uh, yeah what happened to the womb cleanse? <laughs> out Find the window. me on
2: Instagram at Please slide in.
1: Fuck three. The best
2: fuck. I was thinking about this the other day. This is a very unusual one. Mm. So there was a lady on Tantra Island. She was very forward. Definitely not my type. And she was on the back of my bike. We were going to a party. Um, And when we do parties, we do like sober, conscious parties. So I was taking her to the, uh, the place. She was very clingy and like just very touchy-feely and i thought oh this is nice bit of affection uh and then i was like hey whilst i'm driving you could re- if you if you want you could just you know hold my penis for safety keep it safe keep it secret <laughs> as Gandal would say oh,
1: that, that old one <laughs> old you know. penis now. needs a safety belt as well
2: <laughs> exactly oh you made know this one so <laughs> so she did um And she's, again, a lovely girl, not my type. We spent the night dancing and I was chatting to people. She came back to my house and I did the classic thing that women do, which was pretending to be asleep whilst she was trying to have sex with me. And the more she tried it (laughs) on, the more I was just pretending to be asleep.
0: This is
1: your best fuck?
2: Look, the story's coming, okay?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, he's getting there. (laughs) (laughs) He's
2: getting there. So the next morning, I wake up. She's, again, definitely not my type of woman. I've been avoiding her and I've been quite proud of myself that I didn't have (laughs) sex with someone I didn't like, no matter how hard she was trying it on with me. I was like, well done, Shaft, you really were strong with your boundaries. Um, For a man, when you wake up, you just naturally have a massive, hard, erect penis
1: yep and know she, that one. Yeah. i mean as in i know that one from for guys uh,
2: yeah yeah so my penis was there it was a wreck she was trying it on again and i and i was sleepy i was just waking up i thought fuck it i'll just have sex
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i gave in
1: doesn't sound good
2: but what happened was the most life-changing thing that happened to me in all all wow. of my sexual experiences So this woman who I didn't really know, um, I was doing a lot of tantric practices. A lot of weird stuff happens whilst you're having sex. You see your future selves. You could see your past selves. You have past life regressions. It's like taking ayahuasca, but you're using sexual energy to go into those states of your subconscious to release trauma and stories and tap into the galactic consciousness. Again, all sober, by the way. So what happened was she turns out to be some kind of shamanic witch bitch. And like she was like (laughs) doing all this weird stuff on me, rattling me around like a witch. And at this (laughs) point, I was like opening up and I started to feel all of the pain the masculine has caused the feminine throughout time.
1: Wow. Fucking wow.
2: And I felt all of this like oppressive pain and suffering that my my people have caused upon your people. Like, my gender against your gender. And I felt that. And I was, like, hysterically crying while she was doing all this shamanic shaking <laughs> on top of my, my penis when she was riding me. So I was in tears, hysterically crying. And,
1: wow. like, this
2: went on for hours. And in the end, after this, the most profound experience, I... We stopped having sex, like we lay, I lay in Savasana just feeling all this energy flowing through me, all this release. And from that moment, I made the, made the vow of the job that I do now. Like, I don't want to be part of the problem of men and women. I want to be the bridge of men and women. I want to make a commitment to bring world peace through intimacy so there's no more blaming and shaming yeah. between men and women but it's all about co-creation and transparency and healthy boundaries. And that's when I went on my journey because of uh, sex I didn't want to have with someone wow. who ended up being an amazing shamanic experience. I mean,
1: that sounds incredible as that well. That does sound life-changing as well. What's yeah. more
2: of a story? <laughs> I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Intense as well. Like, it completely changed my it life. It sounds like almost bringing a lot of positive from negative and having it as... As, like, your best fuck is, well, I mean... I mean, you had, like... You
0: you basically had a massive epiphany, right? Like, during sex.
1: A fuck epiphany.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck number four. The worst fuck.
2: I was living in Stamford Hill. And... A friend of mine said, there's a girl that really likes you. And I was like, great, I'm single. I'll, uh, I'd will i like to watch see what she looks like. So he sent her a picture and he said, and I was like, oh, she looks nice. And he said, do you want to go on a date? I was like, yeah, sure. Um, so we started chatting on the internet and I looked at her profile. And I think it was the days of my single friend dot com. If anyone (laughs) remembers that.
1: No. No. It's
2: before the days of the Tinder generation. Yeah. Like, everyone in London was on mysinglefriend.com. And it it said that she lived in London. So I was like, okay, cool. And I looked at her profile. Mm. She seemed fine. And she said, I'll organise a date. I'll meet you in Dalston, which was just down the road from me. Yeah. So we went to some bar that I used to go to all the time. And she looked nothing like her picture <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! and then we um i was like okay end of the night i'm i'm off to bed bye uh and she said oh i live in sorry uh, and i was like really and i was like uh, but in your profile it said you lived in london He said no no i work in london and i was like okay
1: that's long and for anyone who doesn't know like oh, no. the geography of London and Surrey Surrey is a good hour journey away yeah. so i'm guessing she's saying this saying oh yeah i'm going to stay at yours tonight
2: yeah yeah she 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 knew that that's I lived. well sneaky i know super sneaky uh... so i was like okay i guess you know there's 3 hours left until you have to get the first train <laughs> oh. <laughs> cuz i really didn't want uh like I I I mean it was an okay day, but I didn't want to like it was I no. it was good, I was complete, I was done. Um yeah. but she came back to my house and I was like, okay, I'm gonna uh, just have a nightcap and I had a huge shot, like massive drink of gin and tonic, so i would just pass out, yeah. um, which I did. Uh but again she was very persistent and just wanting to like try getting into my pants. I was you know, wearing my skinny jeans and it's really hard to get into skinny jeans but she managed yes. to get in there. <laughs> Try she... not
1: to laugh. Fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if this story was the other way round, mm-hmm,
1: no, but the skinny jeans are killing me. Uh, back in the day, no, when this you have to bad. laugh, peel this, them is on. Really this, this is really bad. This <laughs> is really fucked up. I know which direction this is going. Stop making me laugh. I have to concentrate. Come on, it's a horrible story. Come on. It's, I, it's,
2: it's, I mean, it's just, it's just another story, isn't it? So um, I I was trying to sleep again, pretending to be asleep. She would not stop, and this time I was. Clash- a classic British person who was just being polite because um, I hadn't yeah. overcome any of my social conditionings or my specific country's conditioning, which is we suffer mm. from British politeness. So yeah. we rather have our own boundaries overstepped than say no. So we don't yeah. want to hurt other people's so
0: feelings.
2: True. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't say no when this happened and I let this uh, woman have sex with me and the only way I could end the whole situation super quick was just to ejaculate as quick as i could so i wouldn't have an erect penis so it would go on any, any longer that's mm, what they did
1: that's horrific
2: so i let myself uh be politely wrecked
1: yeah and thank you for sharing that with us because male rapers is, is something that nobody really talks about and it's not for some reason it's not it's not almost seen as equal and, it, and that's total bullshit because it's it is still rape. It is still non-consensual sex. And mm. it's half the time it's even worse yeah. because you have an erect penis, which you don't want. So it's a real fuck of emotions. So thank you, Shah, for sharing that with us and being so open and honest.
2: Mm. Thank you for listening.
0: I think it's really important to kind of highlight that um, aspect where people do go through with sexual situations. And just because they don't say no doesn't mean that it's um, consensual sex. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this happens in so many cases and it's definitely happened in my life as well where you just sort of go through with it because you're Mm -hmm. like I can't say no to this person right now because I feel bad for them yeah
1: it's madness like why have we been taught this why don't we know that or like why are we just not comfortable with being like hey nah not feeling it and rather than being like oh what if I ruin the situation what if they hate me what if they get angry what if like I make this awkward which is such Mm. a pathetic fear to have over saying like no I don't want to have sex with you or do something sexual
0: and sometimes it literally is just avoiding awkwardness which is crazy Yeah. like a small bit of awkwardness and um, I don't know like an awkward conversation shouldn't be worth like having sex that you don't want to have
2: Mm mm-hmm So in the tantra community, we all speak the same language. So when we when someone says no, we say thank you for taking care of yourself. Because when someone actually, yeah, super nice. So when someone actually says no, they're not wasting your time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So it's like, like there's a, a great thing about a cup of tea, like you know hey, do you want a cup of tea? No, I know you want a cup of tea. You definitely want this cup of tea. right? no, I don't want this cup of tea. You want this cup of yeah. tea. I, I, Go on, man. Yeah,
1: force you to drink the fucking <laughs> exactly. tea. Exactly, yeah.
2: So, yeah, it's like yeah. when we get the no, it's not about us. And our tantric spiritual practice is to not take things personally, to yeah. allow the other person to express the no. And I, I run these huge conscious orgies, Mm-hmm. The reason why my orgies are different to any other orgies is because it's strictly no drink no drugs strictly anyone yeah. who is on something they will get kicked out because it you could just uh. it's like someone turning up drunk at work everyone knows they're drunk because <laughs> everyone's so yeah. drunk. And, yeah. it, and you could just smell it and see it whereas in these conscious orgies the reason why they're they're so profound is because we're teaching people to have solid boundaries. How to express their desires, how to approach someone, and how to say no. How to engage in a big scene that's happening with multiple people, and how to like take care of yourself, and how to if you're triggered yeah. ask for help. So mm-hmm.
0: it's a really like important lesson to learn, and I think um, this is why it needs to be spoken about because people aren't talking about this, and this is why it happens so frequently with people of all genders like it isn't just women who get raped it is it is like anyone it can happen to anyone because you can be pushed into these situations Mm. so easily because we don't know how to set our own boundaries and it's definitely like like a a, really important conversation
2: there's a lot of men in uh, these spiritual tantric communities they literally are in a candy shop like there's more women in these communities than there are men there's hardly any men here Mm-hmm. but these men have not been taught how to say no.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yes, they want sex, but they don't want a relationship, but they don't know how to say anything because they don't want to hurt the person's feelings. So there's so many men and women in the spiritual communities that are just um, fucked because they've had their boundaries overstepped. They haven't learned how oh. to say no or how to say yes or how to, like, create a boundaries system or a relationship dynamic where, yes, I would love to have sex with you, but I don't want to go any deeper in a relationship, like just being Mm -hmm. transparent and open. Whereas in the tantra communities, as we're dealing with sexual energy, we're talking, we need to understand relationships. We not only need to understand the relationship with ourselves, we need to know where our understanding of relationships come from, which is from our parents, our grandparents and the country we grew up in. Yeah. And when you learn how to clear all that you learn how to be free and that's tantra, yeah. liberation
0: I guess it's quite a difficult thing to bring up especially because I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily want to like learn it from tantra so it's like how do we bring that conversation into everyone's lives
2: so this is this was my mission when I first got into tantra I wanted to make it like mainstream so mm-hmm. when I did that viral video that reached 16 million people people started to hear the word Tantra again. But yeah. this, I, I, I need to get out of my bubble. Like, I don't want to be in a Tantra bubble anymore. Like, I've been yeah. here for six years. I'm done. I'm good. I've got what I needed. I need to be back in London. I need to be back in Stockholm. Like, I need to be in a major city and get this work to people that need it more than the people that are just living it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, only well, so important. much
2: paradise you could take
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Until you yeah, you're a like bit of stability.
0: I need a city life again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. So if you know okay. anyone that wants a coaching <laughs> session with me or want me to give talks in massive shopping malls or big conferences, I don't use the word tantra anymore. I use the word conscious ways to connect. Instead of talking nice. about chakras and energy and vibrations, I talk about... Left brain and right brain, mental health, addiction. Why are we addicted? It's all about human connection. So,
1: yeah, I mean, that makes sense because, like, um, it's silly, but words like tantric and even meditation and hypnosis, like they put people off, they put yeah. me off before when, you know, like I'm all like, oh yes, I'm all about science. So even just changing the way that you phrase mm. stuff, mm. people see it in a completely different way, even if it is literally teaching the exact same stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's what I'm doing. Like the the tools work. Basically, everyone's using the same tools, but in different packages.
1: Yeah. Mm. And And the tools basically
2: are all about Self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and self-love. Like, that's yeah.
1: it.
2: Yeah. And from that, you become sexy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck number
0: five. The fuck that made me.
2: So, I burnt out from giving too many yoni massages back in 2017. I uh, I had to learn how to rest and I really got into the Harry Christians up in like Slope. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Yeah. Uh,
2: and I was just hanging out with the Harry Christians all the time, uh, just singing because I, I couldn't give yoni massages anymore, which basically made me money. Um, I couldn't dance anymore because I had chronic pain. And I couldn't make love anymore. And the whole Me Too movement was happening. So I just basically became super, like, I was a husk of a man. I, I no longer became, I forgot who I was
0: basically. Oh, wow.
2: So when there's pain in your body, the only thing you know and the only story you can talk about is just pain. So singing really helps. Devotional singing mm. really helps. Uh, learning about Krishna Really helped, especially his phase as uh, the Krishna and the gopis, where he would just have sex with all of these women whilst playing a flute, bringing all the wives of Vrindavan and all the women of Vrindavan <laughs> into the forest. A flute. He would multiply <laughs> himself so he could be present with all of them, so none of them would get jealous and have sex with everyone. Uh. So I thought, wow, this is a really cool god i want to embody this god Mm. so i have a gift uh and tantra also teaches us how to embody deities basically get possessed by certain gods Mm -hmm. so I, i used a very um powerful technique on how to channel these deities into my body so i became krishna right so i became krishna and you know it's working when people see you on the dance floor and come up to you afterwards and go wow are you krishna and it's like ah thank you for the external validation i was looking for that's the inner work i've been doing for a year now and from this space of pain and suffering and like not working i actually learned how to have more threesomes than i could ever dream of so the most life-changing free um, sex I had was um, my my first relationship dynamic when it came to when it came to actually having sex, but also being in a relationship and starting a business with me and two women. Like that was ah. profound. Like that was a big game changer for me because then I saw the male fantasy of having a harem actually being true. And then I developed a technique uh, and, a, and a simple blueprint on how to have lots of threesomes in a very safe um, way where everyone's needs are met. And now that's that's a workshop and coaching I give to people who want to open up their relationship or understand how to like make everyone feel included in a freeway dynamic. Yeah.
0: What was it about the three-way dynamic that was so life-changing, like giving yourself to two people at the same time?
2: So as a Yoni practitioner, like a Tantric practitioner, our main uh, work is being present, like channeling this God called Mm -hmm. Shiva, the divine masculine energy, which is basically to be present. As Eckhart Tolle says, it's all about um, the power of now. We just have a picture instead of a book. Uh, And we channeled this deity and he looks like me and he has a top knot and he wears like (laughs) animal print. He's super cool and super hot. So (laughs) it made me more present. Uh, And what happens when you become more present? You stop being mentally insane. Like you stop thinking about the past depression you stop thinking about the future anxiety and you just are in the present moment and you could like take away from the story which is your life and trust me I've got some great stories but the stories I tell myself are pretty fucked up so what I need to do is just be as present as I can be so it gives my brain a break for myself
0: I actually kind of relate to what you're saying like I had my first ever threesome uh maybe like just over a month ago and it was a very different experience sexually like and i did feel more kind of present and it was more about kind of um being there in the moment and like mm-hmm. being there for the other people not just myself yeah. like it was it wasn't really about me anymore it was about sort of just being in the moment and enjoying this kind of a connection that we were all having
2: the oneness how can i serve yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of
2: it's beautiful
0: well i think we're gonna have to wrap up this podcast it's time for us to fuck off and i am so sorry about all these technical issues we have been like i guess the the wi-fi in thailand like to hear is just like it's not agreeing with us today is it
1: it's it's all fucked anyway isn't it like everyone's at home wanking on their little computers using up all of our broadband width So yeah, actually, probably listening to this at home. Hopefully, our amazing editor Jack and Winnie have like made this super smooth, so you don't even notice all the technical issues. Like this, this has been sure they will have a two-hour-long podcast recording. So yeah,
0: guys, so sorry about this. Thank you so much, Sha, for bearing with us and sticking with us through the whole of this Voxgiving episode.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate you're amazing, such an interesting. I'm a big fan of you girls.
2: Um, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys are doing amazing work. I'm <laughs> a big fan. So uh, I'd love to work with you and give you a double yoni massage.
1: Hey, <laughs> it's in, man. And we should probably try and redo this recording when you're back in London. Just oh, I would love that. Sake, it's been so painful. But um, <laughs> please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you if they haven't caught it already during this episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. At Shaft Uden. you can find me on YouTube at Shaft Uden and my professional site SacredSexualAwakening.com. Check it out!
0: Amazing! Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been so like amazing a, having had you. Had like on. a little tooth ding there, like ding yeah. ding. ding. <laughs> so guys remember to leave us a lovely review i actually read a really nice review today and it really like warmed my heart so please do leave us reviews and leave us a rating and subscribe she said like, what was it? Something like, you've changed my life. It was like, oh. yeah, oh, that's
1: so really honest. touched. Um, yeah, please do leave us ratings and reviews. We're five stars at the moment on yes. um, Apple Podcasts, which is mad. Wow, Fuck. Yeah, We well, literally damn. just found that out today. Yeah. Five stars. Well, watch podcast. all the haters right go here. on there and be like, one star, you prince. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs>
1: um, and please share, uh, well, the best you can do at the moment is share to all your friends and family. If anyone's not having a good time during... Shut down, lockdown, COVID 19 bullshit. Please send them our podcast because at least they can either learn or laugh during yeah. this horrible quarantine period. Binge this. Um, goodbye.
0: Bye, guys. Oh, goodbye.
2: Nice to meet Bye. you all. Stay magical, stay safe, keep it sacred. <laughs>